Welcome to Wanjasity Passion Series. You are now on board Wanjasity Tours. My name is Wanjasity and this is my city, Wanjasity. Welcome to the Passion Tour where we dive into the book of Song of Songs, a soap opera story if you like. In the second episode of this SOS series, we will see a deepening love and commitment between our characters and eventually a marriage. We find this in chapters 2 to 5 verse 1. We will continue with our soap opera from the African episode last episode. Welcome! Now, in the previous episode, we met the Shulamite woman and her lover, the shepherd king, the beloved and her lover. We left her content, at rest in their love. Here we find her again awaiting her lover's entrance. She knows his voice, she knows his coming to her, leaping with joy over the mountains and hills that separate them. She describes him as graceful as a gazelle and swift as a wild stag. She says he comes closer to places she hides, gazes into her soul. We are at soul searching gazes already? <laughs> we just started. The bridegroom king, oh, now they're engaged, I gather. He calls her his darling, telling her they should go away because it is time the season has changed so much so that doves are cooing filling the air with songs it's a season of singing it is a new day this is different from the warning from the end of the last episode when he warned the brides to be not to awaken love until it is time now the bridegroom king says it is time even the birds and the plants vines are budding to sing of change in the air is this what they mean when they say mysteriously you will know when they refer to the one or to the right time and then despite his assurances of the time and the proposal to go away with him what does the beloved shulamite woman do she turns him away as <laughs> if she says first that she knows her lover is hers and she has everything in him. They delight in each other. Sounds perfect to me. So what's the problem, darling woman? Shula, my woman, says until the day springs to life and then shifting shadows of life disappear. Until a new day fully dawns, she isn't going anywhere. I'll come away another time. Wow. We, we women can be a bit complicated sometimes. But let's not rush into judgment. What are her fears? Because she says that's her reason. He's perfect, but... And are we not like that with our King Jesus? He's perfect, but I need all my fears quashed first. Do you see it? We are now in chapter 3. And Shulamite is tossing and turning on her bed, unable to sleep at night, dreaming, asking, Why did I let him go? Poor woman. Now her heart aches for him, but he's nowhere to be found. <laughs> okay, let me just laugh a bit. Let me get it out. <laughs> so, she rises to search for him throughout the city, searching for her soul's true love, and he's nowhere to be found. Oh. He was just here a few verses ago asking you to go away with him and you rejected him. Now see. But don't despair. She finds him and clings to him and brings him to her mother's house. You know what this reminds me of? 
that Nigerian episode I told you about, Skinny Girl in Transit, from last episode. In that series, too, our African princess, the star of the show, she also played a little hard to get, as I've heard it called before. The love interest, Reva, the boss's son, is clearly smitten by her, and he lets her know it. What does African princess do? She puts him off because, well, she's not ready. Sound familiar? Their fears, he's a prince, he's heir to the throne or the station, he's dated, better looking, better educated, better connected, slimmer, lighter skinned women, and so she is insecure. Why would he like me, she thinks. Prince that he is, why would he pick me, African princess says. It's becoming increasingly obvious that she really likes him, and after a whole lot of ups and downs, chasing in the streets, so to speak, she fights him, and massively, he's just mistaken by her still. Then comes the engagement ring, after a lot of drama, as one would expect in a soap opera story. An SOS. Her mother is delighted, which seems to be the main reason for her existence, to marry of her daughters. So you can only imagine the delight in her mother's house. Her best friends, they're just as excited for her, especially since the group to be is such a catch. They're his fans. These friends in SGIT, which is Skinny Girl in Transit, are much like the Shulamite woman's bridal procession. Themselves, brides-to-be, were called upon to, quote, feast their eyes on the king as he passes in procession on his way to the wedding. Mm. Yes, ma'am, we are now at wedding day. That's a great day. Okay, you should at least watch that episode in season 5 of SJT when they show us a Yoruba wedding party. Those guys, they throw down. It's beautiful. That Tiwalade and Midemikoli's introduction is gold. Gold is also what the bridegroom king of Song of Songs or Song of Solomon says of his beloved fair, beautiful eyes, lips, teeth, hair, neck, when he speaks in the kind of language he uses. For instance, he speaks of neck, here referring to her stately strength, how a thousand mighty men or mighty soldiers surrender to her beauty. That's the meaning of these verses. Go beyond herds of flocks on the hair or read TPT, which will, or at least helped me understand. He praises her Physical beauty, yes, and that's important, but also her virtues, her strength, her stateliness, her elegance, you know, those are the qualities. What does calmly mean but gracious? With all that praise, do you see why Shulamite woman finally agrees to be the lover's bride? Also in SGIT, Tiwalade, who is our African princess, finally, finally sees how much Midei, our prince, loves her without corset to snatch her in just the way she is, dark and lovely to him. And Tiwa, like the Shulamite woman says, yes, that whole story of fears disappearing first disappears. And she makes up her mind to go with him in spite of shadows and fears. I mean, there's still that niggling sense of I'm not worthy, why does he like me? All the questions that we legitimately have. But in spite of that, we look beyond that to see he really truly does love me and I will grow up to see it, I hope. As for the bridegroom king, that's the king of kings or the king in Song of Songs, he notes that Shulamite woman is now ready to be his bride and goes on to praise her beauty, 
With one flash of your eyes, she has ravished his heart. He's undone by her love. He even says in one version, You have ravished my heart, my sister, my spouse. Uh, ish, ish, ish. He says how intoxicating her love is to him like the finest wine. Didn't you say that in the last episode? Yeah, truly intoxicating stuff. And they are excited to solemnize their marriage. Wanja City in the next episode 3 of SOS. Song of Songs or Song of Solomon if you like. A soap opera story of biblical proportions. A divine romance. Again, my name is Wanjacity, and this is my city, Wanjacity, where we have more than audacity, we are Wanjacity.